You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. So Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted. For the Lord to speak this to us, it means that it will appear sometimes as though God is losing fame. Praise the Lord. It will appear as though where is God? Gideon said, where are you, O Lord? All the miracles that our Father has told us, what is going on? Here I am, threshing wheat in a wine press. I should be on top of the mountain, but I'm in a cave. Where are you? Where are all the miracles that they told us? God said, I'm where I am. I'm looking for people. Praise the Lord. May the Lord find you and I in Jesus' name. And you know how the story went. The Lord found him. And at the end, of it, he did wonders with him. He made a call. He got 32,000 plus soldiers. And the Lord said, because I'm involved, I won't work with number. I don't want majority. Because when this victory comes, they will say 32,000 men got the victory. He said, no, let it be known that God gave you the victory. So that's why he said, you will smite the Gideonites as one man. It's you and I. And when they went into the battle, they did not go with swords. They did not go with spears. He said, go with a trumpet. Praise God. Go with a torch in a pitcher. And when you go sound it and break it, I'll do the rest. And the next thing they did, they were just pursuing the men. They were running and killing themselves. That's the God you and I serve. Praise the Lord. So the same Gideon that was wondering where was God, he saw God. I pray we will see God. You and I will see God in our behalf in Jesus' name. On the behalf of our nation in Jesus' name. We will see God. Be still and know that I am God. He says, I will be exalted. Let, let me tell you one of the good things that you and I must rejoice in. God has a personal stake on his name. Do you understand? His name, his own name. That's why you find many places in the Bible say, for my name's sake. That's even if all of you, even if everybody decides to mess up, my name is involved. Praise God. I will not let this generation live and die and what they think about me is low. I will exalt my name. That's what he's saying. I will be exalted. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So be still and know. So as a people, as a nation, individually, let us know that God's name will be exalted. It's so paramount. Our Lord Jesus teaching us to pray. Say, our Father which art in heaven, what? Let your name be exalted. Let your name be exalted. Let your name be hallowed. That statement also can say this way. Let the knowledge of you go across the nations. Let, it, let you be known. You see, there's a level of strength. There's a level of power. There's a level of wisdom. There's a level of capability you get to where the only thing you want is to be acknowledged. Praise God. You're not looking for anything again. And from the beginning, what does God want? He doesn't eat. 
He doesn't live in houses. He just wants to be known. That's why Lord Jesus Christ said, this is eternal life, that they may know you. The only true God and Jesus Christ, your son, whom you, that the people may know you. What does he want for Nigeria? That Nigerians will know him. That's it. And let me tell us something. The truth is this. If things had gone just the way we wanted, it would have been wonderful. We would have been jumping up and all of that. But the truth is this. The revelation of his power will not be as much. You see, there's a level of display that you cannot get without resistance. Are you with me? How many of us have seen the advertisement of any of the um, detergents? You know, if you're over 40, you know Omo. Super blue Omo, wash is brighter and it. How do they advertise it? Do they bring one sparkling white shirt? They bring a very dirty white shirt and then they combine it with Omo to show you the power of Omo. Not detergent, it's Omo. Praise the Lord. So the same way, there's some resistance that are necessary to cause a revelation of knowledge. And that's what I see is happening in our time. God wants to be known in Nigeria. Praise God. So some things will be allowed to play out so that the revelation of his power will be seen. His wisdom will be seen. We will learn lessons in Jesus' name. So you say, I will be exalted. Let's settle that in our minds. God will be exalted. He's alpha, remember, isn't it? His beginning. And he's also what? It won't end until he says it ends. A couple of years back, I think it was Pastor Chris that told me the story of a match that they played in, um, in Delta. It was in Delta, right? The match that the governor who told the referee that the hosting his team must win. He said they were playing the match. It was dark. The referee didn't blow. Time was going. The, the referee didn't blow because they had told the referee that this team must win. So he was waiting for something to happen so he can award penalty or something. 45 minutes, 50 minutes, 60 minutes. Nobody could see. Referee blow, referee didn't blow. <laughs> because the end of the match is that this team must win. So he was looking for an occasion for the team to score, to get an opportunity. Let him award red card. Maybe he can even be from the middle of the field. He'll just carry the ball and say, because the end had to match with what the most powerful person involved wanted. The Lord says, I am Alpha and I am what? Omega. When it ends, I will be the winner. Praise the Lord. Habakkuk 3, let's look at it. Habakkuk 3. Recently, the Lord took us on a, a series on faith. And it's so sweet to be able to have that as a background, even in the season that we're entering into. You see, the prophet here begins to speak. After he had lamented different things that were going on, the things he was experiencing and all of that, he begins to say, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be caught up from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me work on my... Amen. The prophet here is saying something. He says, circumstances, either way they choose to go, 
He says in verse 18, I will rejoice not in the circumstances. I will rejoice in the one who is my Lord. Yet I will rejoice in what? The Lord. He says, I will joy in the God of my salvation. Brethren, when the nation of Israel were entering into the promised land, or rather when they had entered, the Lord said to the different tribes, you will have your land. But a particular tribe, the Lord said to them, deliver. He says, I will be your inheritance. I will be your portion. It is me. When they say, how much do you have? You say, I have God. What business do you do? I do God. Your children ask you, what are you going to give to us when you die? I will give you God. The prophet is saying here, why? Because that is where my strength is. That is where my joy is. And when the Bible says, we have been blessed with everyone. Spiritual blessing in heavenly places where? In Christ Jesus. The word in is a very powerful word. I think we've dealt with it here. In excludes everything that is out. Ignores everything that is out. Being blessed with every spiritual blessing in heaven in Christ it means that everything I need is in him. Take anything that is not in him, you've taken nothing from me. As long as I have him. So when people say, if you take the whole world, just give me Jesus. They know what they're saying. They're not saying that they don't need the things that, that, that they're looking down on the things of. They're saying that everything they need is in him. And if you take the whole world and you don't take Jesus from them, you've not taken anything from them. So it says, I will rejoice in, not because of, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Why? Because he, he, herein, therein is my inheritance. He is my promise. When you become a Christian, when you become born again, God himself becomes your promise. Because at the Garden of Eden, what he took away from fallen man was himself. We've said it here. He didn't take away health. He didn't take away any of those things. He didn't take away the earth. The earth he made for man. But he took away himself. But at reconciliation and at salvation and redemption, what does he do? He brings himself back. And when he brings himself back, he doesn't bring himself around you. He comes inside of you. That's why the Holy Spirit is so powerful. Because when Jesus finished his work, he had to go back to the Father and plead with the Father. That which you took from them from the beginning, can it be given back to them now? And that's why the Lord Jesus Christ said to them, don't go anywhere. Just tarry. Don't go because you will fall like Adam and Eve. Wait until the promise of the Father comes. And that promise was that the Holy Spirit will come and occupy the place that God breathed. He said when he formed man out of dust, what did he do? He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. When man died spiritually, that breath went away. What the bread man had was oxygen and carbon dioxide. But as salvation, restoration comes and then the breath of God, the spirit of God comes back into man. That's why Lord Jesus Christ teaching us can say, if we earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will our heavenly father? Then the same scripture says, if we earthly fathers know how to give good gifts, how much will our heavenly father give the Holy Spirit? Because the Holy Spirit is his gift. Let me see your hand if you have the Holy Ghost there. Praise God. So the prophet here is saying, the fig tree didn't blossom, but I have God. It says there is no fruit on the vines, but I have God. It says the labor of the olive, all my effort failed, but I have God. 
The fields yield no food, but I have God. The flock is cut off. They went out, they didn't come back, but I have God. I look at my stores, nothing. It says, though the fig tree does not blossom and there is no fruit on the vines, though the product of the olive fails and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the food and there are no cattle in the source, continue. It says, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt in the victorious God of my salvation. Let's see 19 the way he puts it. It says, the Lord God is my strength, my personal bravery. My invincible army, he makes my feet like his feet and will make me to walk, not stand still in terror. Tell your neighbor, don't stand still in terror. You walk about, lift your head high because Jehovah is still for you. Not stand still in terror, but to walk and make what? Spiritual progress upon my high places. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. That's what we're talking about. The believer's security is in him. Remember what God said to Satan concerning Job. Okay, everything around him, they're all negotiable. And Satan went haywire, destroying everything. What did Job say? He said, well, all these things have been taken, but what? I can't cause God. I have a relationship with him. I'll hold fast to my integrity. I will still be who I am in spite of all of that. Praise the Lord, somebody. This is who we are and this is the situation. And I want us to understand Romans 15.4. Let's see that as we move on and see whether we can touch some other places. Romans 15 verse 4 tells us something here that is important for this season. It says, for whatever things were written before, whatever things were recorded before. I like the way King James put it. Things were written at four times. But it's okay. Whatever things were written at four times. We're written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. You see, this scripture is, captures the essence of a lot of things you see in the Old Testament. The stories in the Old Testament are to help you and I in living our day-to-day lives. Praise the Lord. It's very important. Even some of them in the New. Let, let me share with you one of the thoughts that came to my mind when this whole thing began. The Lord asked me a question and said, at the time Christianity started, the government of the day, did they elect them? Did they rig? They didn't even have the opportunity. They were captives. <laughs> Are you getting it now? Jerusalem, the children of Israel, were under, what type of government is that now? Where you a conquered territory. They had no rights. I mean, really. It was the pleasure of Caesar. They could pick them up. They could exert anything they wanted from them. And that's where they bethed your Christianity. Why are you losing sleep that somebody is forcing himself? At least he has to call you fellow citizen, not my conquered people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you see, these are the things that cause despair. When you look at this, you think, okay, I can't practice my Christianity. No, the people, when James, when Peter and the rest of them were writing to you, when they became born again, this journey that you and I are on, when they did their own journey, they had no senator, they had no house of reps member. Are you understanding? Because, you know, the Bible, the Bible is such a powerful, you know, it's just the word of God. He said, don't count it strange. Don't count it strange when you fall into diverse trials and temptations. Don't, don't think, you know, something peculiar. You know, some of us might have just felt, ah, ah, our country. The people that brought this thing down to us, they didn't even have privilege of saying our country. That's why everything Jesus was saying to them then, at intervals, they say, will you at this time, please give us freedom. Can we have our own country like we had in the days of David, Solomon? 
Can we be able to, you know, get back to the time where we're own people? When are we going to be free from being subjects of Rome? They can get up and relocate the whole nation. They can decide, okay, every family is going to pay social amount of tax. And there's nothing they could do about it. It was under that kind of environment that Christianity was better. So don't worry yourself. God knows what he's doing. You will survive. You will not just survive, you will thrive. The kingdom will prosper. Praise the Lord. You know why? When the Holy Ghost is there, there's no stopping men. You can't stop the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. What do you use to stop fire? He said, learn from scriptures. These are the things that were written. The ministry of the apostle Paul, when he went around preaching, when he got to a place, they could beat him up, arrest him, throw. He didn't have civil rights. He didn't have any of those. That, that, that happened and he was not, God was not, you know, worrying whether this thing would work. No, that was the environment. But in all of that, he being God was able to put the checks, the limits to what could happen by supernatural intervention. I mean, imagine a government where uh, the Bible says Herod took James and beheaded him. And he saw that he pleased the people. Do you understand? Not that these people were disturbed. When he saw that he pleased the people, he took Peter also. He said, if he pleased, then let me do more. But thank God there is one who controls Herod, who is superior to him. Praise the Lord. And the one who looks at every circumstance. When Jehovah looked at it, what did the Bible say? The night before they were going to bring out Peter, what did God do? He sent his angel and said, don't mind Herod, please come, come and go home. And I'm sure you know Peter outlived Herod. Because even though their governments are their governments, there is the one who what, rules in the affairs of men and gives it to whomever he pleases. There is the one who will give permission to who will live tomorrow. Are you understanding? So that is Christianity. We can't lose our sleep over certain things. The scripture records it. And if we have time, I wanted to take us and, and show us a bit about the, the, the nation of Israel from Exodus. How the nation actually became a nation. I, I think maybe we'll do that briefly with the little time that we have and see what I can cover from there. How things actually began to, you know, take shape. Exodus chapter 1 tells us about the names of verse 1 says now these are the names of the children of Israel who came to Egypt each man and his household came with Jacob Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher all those who were descendants of Jacob there were 70 persons for Joseph was in Egypt already and Joseph died and all his brothers and all that generation but the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly multiplied and grew exceedingly mighty and the land was filled with them. Look at verse 8. Verse 8 says, Now there arose a new king over Egypt. Who what? Who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Look, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we are. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And it happened in the event of war, that they also join our enemies and fight against us, and so go up out of the land. Therefore they set taskmasters over them, to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Pithom and Ramses. Verse 12 says, But the more, let's read that verse 12 together. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were in dread of the children of Israel. You see, holding the instrumentality of government or being on the negative side has never stopped the prosperity of God's work. In fact, in Acts of the Apostles, it was as they persecuted the church that the church grew. The truth is this, comfort in a place that is not your home doesn't help you. Many people have not built their own houses, have not bought land, because you are your landlord, that are the man. 
The man will come, you will watch man you together. You are supporting the same thing. He will forget his house rent. You're just comfortable in his house, but you're still a tenant. The day they give you wicked tenant that will afflict you, you will wake up 2 a.m., pray till 7 a.m. You said everywhere the souls of my foot shall tread, you shall give me. Lord, I need land. You, that, then you know what it means to ask of the Lord. Praise the Lord. But you see, as long as it's giving you comfort where you are, I mean, why will you bother? Praise the Lord. You see, many times we don't understand spiritual things. Some of us here, our wives are insulting us because we don't have money. Those are the, you pray aggressive prayer. You say, excuse me, man. You get on the street. Rakapakata, this is Abuja. This house, a man owns it. I'm a man. Lekosa kapakata. You claim things. You see, you don't fight the woman. You just say, bless you, man. Let her engineer you to draw from God. You see, God is the omnipotent one, isn't it? He's the source of all. Let every pressure around you drive you to God. Every insult, every wickedness, everything. Let, let me tell you something that also was means When this thing came out, I said, Father, I thank you. Because the last time the person most Christians wanted to win won, we lost focus of God. But now every one of us is looking to God. If it had happened the way it happened, we have said, okay, this man will take charge. Let's go on holiday. We learned that anything that drives you to God is good for you. Praise God. So it, it, it's not what happens outside. He said the more they afflicted them, the more they grew and multiplied. It doesn't make sense, but these are the things the scripture records. Some of us would never have grown spiritually if we didn't face some circumstances. Some penina arose and provoked you. Every time you say, you say that's not in the Bible. Where is it in the Bible? He says somewhere. He says where is somewhere. Praise God. Many of us are complacent because we are comfortable. As long as the pharaohs in Egypt continue to tell the children of Israel, thank you for your father Joseph. Thank you. They never cried out for the, to the Lord for deliverance. The Lord had said 400 years. You know how many years they ended up saying? 430. Because if the place that is not the place of promise is comfortable, you will not look for the promise. If every time you go to borrow, they lend you money, you will not ask God to bless you. You will not obey God. Until you go to borrow everywhere, and every, in fact, not just refuse to lend you, they insult you. Then you hear what God is saying to you, thou shalt not borrow. You shall lend to nations. Sometimes insult, you see, let, let somebody that is playing God in my life insult me. It's better because I'll replace him with God. Some of us are too dependent on men and on circumstances. I remember the days where the type of cars I used to drive, if I wanted to travel about a week or so before, I would cover that journey spiritually. But now when you're traveling by air, I mean, what are you, or maybe the car is brand new, everything is brand new, what are you praying for? Tubeless tire, it hasn't expired. You know, the engine, you don't even check engine oil these days. You don't check water, you just get and zoom. But if you're driving with the type of car that after some time, you don't know which one I have. <laughs> Praise God. Yes, that's why people who live in Lagos, as much as their timing is much more costly in terms of the traffic and all of that, they are more fervent spiritually. When people come to Abuja, they're slack. Because no alayas, you get up, you're going to the market, you don't find seven alayas surrounding you. If you are going to the market, you know, a lady or a young man, and you know you're going to encounter alayas, you'll get the angels from your house to go with you before you leave. But here, yeah, I mean, everywhere is peaceful. Everybody is laughing, you know. No damn is entering in front of you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He said, the more they afflicted them, what? The more they multiplied and grew. 
It's a spiritual principle. It's there for our record. So what should the circumstance push us to? It should push us into God. There's a supply that is of God. There's a provision that is of God. There's a power that is of God. It was under a wicked regime that Elijah said, As the Lord God lives before whom I stand, let Elijah rise in this generation. You know, we've had prophets now that go and eat and laugh. And by the time the man is wicked wanting to kill you, you can't go and eat with him now. Praise the Lord. So it was in this environment that the story of the children of Israel began to change. And it went on until the Pharaoh commanded that this is what you're going to do. He said to the midwife, kill every boy, every boy child. I don't want them to have males again. Let them, you know, over time, let them dissipate. Let there be nothing like them. But the Bible tells us that the midwives fear God and did not do as Pharaoh had commanded them. And chapter 2 begins to tell us how Moses' mother, by faith, you know, preserved him, refused to give him up. And we know the story how... Uh, Pharaoh's daughter went in and uh, saw him, rescued him, and became a mother to him. I'm following this because I want us to see something that God had recorded in the scriptures. Come to chapter 2 with me, please. In chapter 2, verse 23, the Bible says, Now it happened in the process of time that the king of Egypt died. Then the children of Israel groaned because of the bondage. And they cried out, and their cry came up to God because of the bondage. So God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God acknowledged them. Do you know that before this time, they had not groaned in Egypt? Maybe this is the season of our groaning. A lot of us are complaining, maybe we should take it to God. Lord, liberate your people now. Until this time, they did not groan. Until this time, some were, you know, making excuses and all of that. But the Bible says it happened in the process of time that the king of Egypt died. Then the people of Israel groaned. And the Bible says 24, when they groaned, God heard their groaning. The Lord hears the cries of his people. He said, call on me and I will do what? I will answer. When we call, he answers. And it's also more powerful when we call as one. You know, for several seasons, why some groups are, some are calling, some are saying no. We like it the way it is. Some are calling, some are saying no, we want it this way. But these people, they groan, and the Lord said, okay, I made a promise to these people. They are ready for me to get involved now. And if you come to chapter 3 with me, Exodus chapter 3, after the Lord had gotten uh, Moses' attention, verse 7 says, Exodus 3, 7. And the Lord said, I've surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. He says, so I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land. To a land flowing with milk and honey to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hevites and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with the Egyptians oppressed. And the point I'm making here is this God uses the cry of his people, and God sees the oppression. He measures the gauge, He knows how much we can bear. Praise the Lord. So, none of this is wasted, it's a process. Remember, God has said to Abraham, Your descendants are going to be slaves. 
and after 400 years what will i do i will bring them out this was the process of their being brought out he said i've seen the oppression our god is sovereign but because he's righteous he also sometimes behaves in a way that i can say i may try to say as if he's giving account to somebody imagine he said that i'm going to wait until the iniquity of the amorites are full he's god who will question him if he decided to drive them away the next day the same way also there are some things god is waiting to see so here he says i've seen the oppression i've heard the groaning praise the lord and i'm now come down to bring deliverance somebody say father thank you because we serve a god that sees that's why we can't despair we serve a god that sees we serve a god that knows we serve a god that is not afar off and the time we are talking about here is before jesus came into this world now the bible says we do not have a high priest who cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but we have the one who what in all points has been tempted as we are being tempted so we have hope we have confidence praise the lord that our god knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing let's jump to verse 15. now see where the story begins to get interesting in verse 15 god said to moses moreover god said to moses 15 of um three thus he shall say to the children of israel the lord god of your fathers the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob has sent me to you this is my name forever and this is my memorial to all generations go and gather the elders of israel together and say to them the lord god of your fathers the god of abraham of isaac and of jacob appeared to me saying i've surely visited you and seen what is done to you in egypt god sees what is done god can see leah sharibu now you know that god can see the injustices he can see all of that he can see the persecution the killing of the innocent he sees all of that and he says and i i said i will bring you up out of the affliction of egypt amen somebody to the land of the canaanites and the hittites and the amorites and the parasites and the hevites and the jebusites to a land flowing with milk and honey now 18 i want everybody to look at 18 let's see it again it says then the children then they the day there is about the children of israel then they will heed your voice and you shall come you and the elders of israel to the king of egypt and you shall say to him what the lord god of israel has met with us and now please let us go three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to you verse 19 now this is god speaking but i am what that's what will happen immediately you say okay 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 start going what did he say i am sure that the king of egypt will know what not even by let me tell you if the turn around happens so easily it's not according to scripture this is god saying he said the children of israel will hear you they will heed you but the king of egypt he will resist not even by a mighty hand but like we said god is omega so at the end of the day what will happen he will let them go he will let them go there's a process of deliverance there is a process of deliverance and thank god for the god we serve he lays it plain before us he could have said to this people the moment you announce him he will drive you out is he not god he can't he achieve it he said no he says when you bring that news to him he won't agree he will harden his heart he will say who is the lord and that's how the process began that's how the process began let's go to see 19 and and then we'll see it says 
But I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not even by a mighty hand. So what will I do? I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I'll do in his midst. And after that, what will happen? He will let you go. There is an after. Praise the Lord. That's what the verse says. Having done all to do what? Stand. Let's rise on our feet. Praise God. Our minds are refocused. We are adjusting our expectations. Praise God. We are adjusting our expectations. God is at work. Amen. But it's not an overnight work. The other day I remembered my uh, Ghanaian lecturer. And I thank God for him because he helped us. Year one in the university. Every time this man came to the class, he would remind us that degree is not a mango fruit that you pluck. <laughs> Praise God. And I think he helped many of us. Because, see, we have just, we are freshers, we have passed jam, we have entered university. So, if you spend four years, you should have a degree. But the man was so hard. He said, do you think degree is a mango fruit that you pluck out? So, he started adjusting our minds. Okay, this is no bijoko, this is serious. And then we started, now God is saying here, this Pharaoh, he won't just let you go like that. Praise the Lord. Expect resistance. But he says, at the end of the day, what will happen? He, will, he must let you go. Victory is sure at the end. So that is why we're going to pray and stand in the gap for the body of Christ in Nigeria. This is the time for Christianity to unveil. This is the time for the church to stand. This is the time for us to speak those words. This is the time for the right confession. This is the time for righteousness. This is the time for our light to shine. This is the time for us to fight the fight of faith. This is a time to love the unlovable. This is a time to be different. This is that time. Let's begin to pray for our nation. Let's begin to pray for ourselves. Thanking the Lord for the deliverance, the work that he has begun. Thanking him. He said, yes, I have come to deliver. But Pharaoh will not let you go easily. The people that have held Nigeria back will not allow a change easily. Do you know what will happen if all their imaginaries become scientists, medical doctors, you know, professors and all of that? What will happen to the power of some of these sultans and all of this? What would they be able, who would they control? Who will fight for them? So it's not going to be a walkover. But the Lord, we are saying to him tonight, Lord, we have heard your word. And we hold to your word. We say, watch over it. We are believing in you. We don't expect an overnight miracle. But we know that your grace is sufficient. The work you have begun in Nigeria. Lord, we know you are perfecting it. We know that all that is happening, oh Lord, it does not take you by surprise. I want you to pray to the Lord. Lord, finish what you have started. Finish what you have started. This mighty deliverance. Lord, you have heard from heaven. You have seen the oppression. You have seen the sufferings of Nigeria. Lord, behold the IDPs. Behold the farmers that have been driven from their farm. Behold the families that have lost members to Boko Haram. Behold our armed forces that have been suffering losses to the wicked. Behold the innocent that have been kidnapped. Lord, behold all of this and show mercy to this nation. Show mercy. Look at that young man that is ready to work, a graduate, and does not have employment. Look at that young lady that has gone to school and studied, and she can't find a job. She's been asked to compromise because before she can get a job. Lord, look upon this nation with mercy. Deliver us from the pharaohs of this nation, from these ones that have said they will hold us captive. Oh, Lord our God, 
you're bigger than they you're mightier than they you're stronger than they break the chains that have held us bound set this nation free let the people be free to worship let the people be free to serve you said to the nation of israel say to pharaoh let my people go that they may worship me tonight we are praying lord let this nation let the people of god go let there be liberty let there be liberty over this nation from the north to the south let there be freedom of worship freedom of expression freedom of gathering let there be freedom oh lord let people be able to achieve their dreams let students be able to read and pass without having to bribe lecturers lord we are asking for your help mercy oh lord set us free from governments that don't care from politicians that are rogues set us free oh lord from dictators oh lord set us free oh lord see our hospitals the monies are embezzled see our roads oh lord see our educational system look at our uh, teachers oh lord abandoned and neglected look at the police look at the institutional corruption abuse of power oh lord mercy we are asking deliver us completely deliver this nation completely lord you said pharaoh will not let go easily so we've come to hold on to you perfect this thing oh lord you have begun it lord perfect it perfect it perfect it perfect it deliver us completely by whatever means you choose by whatever means you choose however long it takes tonight the father starts to say oh lord arise oh lord arise let the enemies of nigeria scatter in whatever come in whatever way in whatever form they've gathered as individuals as cabals as political parties as regional blocks whatever name they have gathered by lord deliver the people of this nation from their power set this nation free set the people of this nation free Makatosanda. Let this bondage end. Let this bondage end. Let this captivity end. Captivity to fellow citizens. Let it end, O Lord. Makatosanda Gandhi. E kaposhe kalegeribanda. La kala goje ke bakoshe ndegeregere. Le kosa kapa kadagada. E kapa toko la keta kapa. Le kanda gondosa ndegeribagoshe ndi. Le koshe kapa baba godogodo. Mande galaga do shinde gere baba bakoko kole gere bago shinde gere 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 eka palaka kaka kaka lakato sokosa katakata eka lagado zondo zondo mande galegere bago shinde gere 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 eka basanda in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Father we thank you on Sunday we are reading Isaiah forty and verse 27 was saying to us on Sunday we didn't know how it would turn out but this was what was read, recorded in 27 he said why do you say O Jacob why do you speak O Israel my way is hidden from the Lord my just claim is passed over by my God this is like what Nigerians are saying they have overturned our mandate they have not given us what we desire. The process has been compromised. 
violence and all of that. Innocent citizens have been killed. Different things have happened. Why do you say that? But look at what the Lord says. Let's see the next line. What does the Lord say? He says, have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is what? We're going to pray, Lord, have the final say. <laughs> Lord, have the final say. You know, men can plot and plan, but they have the end of their plan. When the end of their plan expires, God begins his plan. We say, Lord, have the final say. Lord, have the final say concerning this nation. From east to west, north to south. Every detail where the will of the people had been overturned. Lord, we are saying, arise. You are God. You are God. We have come to vote in the spirit. We have come to vote in the spirit. We may not appear before the courts of men, but we appear before the court of heaven. Lord, you said you reign. You do not faint. They don't run you out. They cannot hide things from you. All things are open and naked. Lord, let your justice prevail over this land. Let your justice prevail over this land. Let the justice of the Lord. Oh, shake a and gando so kandaganda. Akata soko la kapakatoko dogodo le kojende gerebanda akato sondo sondo mandega le gerebago jende gere 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 le koje kababa le gerebago jende gere 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 le kapo zoko dosa daga le gerebando sondo mandega lo jende gerebaba bakaka kado kodo zega degada le koje kapakoto sondo nenda le gerebando jende gere 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 let's ask the Lord you do not faint they will not wear you out they will not override you they will not override you you are God from beginning to the end from beginning to the end let your will be established over all let your will be established over all. Malaka koshende gede gede Mandega la koshende gede 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 Le koshende gaba La kapa kotozanda Le koshende gede bagoshende gede 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 Le koshe kapa kata kata kodo Mandega le gede bagoshende gede banda La kaka kato zoto zende Le kapa kolagada Le koshe kapa kanda O kapagada let it be your will that will stand. Let it be your cancer. Let it be your justice, O oh Lord. That which is yours for this nation. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Ezekiel 21. Ezekiel 21. We'll read 25, 26, and 27. Ezekiel 21 verse 25. Can you put it together for us if it's possible? Or if you can put 25 and 26, okay? Let's read together. Now to you, O profane, wicked prince of Israel, whose day has come, whose iniquity shall end. Thus says the Lord God, remove the turban, take it off the crown. Nothing shall remain the same. Exalt the humble and humble the exalted. Show me 27. 27 says, Overthrown, overthrown, 
I will make it overthrown. It shall be no longer until he comes whose right it is and I will give it to him. Lord, this is what we are asking. Masaka Pokodo over this nation. Lord, let it be your judgment. Let it be the one you appoint. He said that the living may know that the most high rules in the affairs of men and give it to whomsoever it pleases. Lord, this is what we are asking. Let this wickedness end. Masaka Tosokoton. We say to the wicked prince of Nigeria, we say to the strong man behind this iniquity, behind the illegality that is happening in this nation, your day has come. Your iniquity shall end. We say, thus says the Lord God, remove the turban, take off the crown. Nothing shall remain the same. Exalt the humble. Let the suffering masses, let the poor, let the rejected, let the abandoned of this nation, let them be exalted and humble the exalted. The wicked ones that have subdued, let them be humbled. Overthrow, Lord. Overturn and overturn. Let's begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Let him come whose it is, the one that will fear God and love the people by whatever means. Lord, we are saying, send that one, O Lord. Remember the prophecies made over this nation that the gospel in this last day will proceed from this nation to the ends of the earth, that there will be prosperity, that there will be righteousness. Lord, and as a church, we are saying that there will be a flood of salvation all over this nation. Let it happen, O Lord. Let's begin to thank the Lord. Let's begin to thank the Lord. For his word will come to pass. He will hear us. He will answer us. And you and I will be the first partakers. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. For the end of iniquity has come. The end of iniquity has come. The turban is being taken away from the thieves, from the corrupt, from the wicked, from the murderers, from the sponsors, oh Lord, of terrorists, from the religious bigots. Let nothing remain the same. Let nothing remain the same. Overturn and overturn. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our God. Let's bless the Lord. Let's bless the Lord. Let's bless the Lord. Let's bless the Lord. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed.
We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.